0: episode 1132 of the Tall Can Audio Podcast. My name is Matt Robinson. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode of the show. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to it wherever you're hearing it right now. Give us a follow on social media. You can let us know what you think about all of these. Our buddy Andrew Stoughton here today, going to talk a little Blue Jays. They did manage to get get back on track a little bit, right, with taking two out of three down against the Marlins, which was, you know, frankly, a series that you had to have, and, and to their credit, they did. So, you know, maybe that's settled people down just a little bit. We're going to get to, uh, to Stoughton in just a moment to talk about all of that. Uh, I would suggest, though, if you want to go back and check out episode 1131, our pal Steve Bunda was in here. Talked a little CFL with him. Talked about the Hockey Hall of Fame and uh, the inductees that they've named for this year. Uh, a few other things on the podcast. Actually, a lot of Tragically Hip on that episode of the podcast. If that's your thing, we talked a little music. So uh, you can jump into that. And uh, Bunda will actually be back here for a Saturday edition of the podcast. And uh, we'll be talking mostly UFC, everything that's going on around Conor McGregor right now, whether he's going to fight Michael Chandler. Of course, he's facing some pretty nasty allegations right now. um, And how that's going to play into things. Uh, The guy's gotten himself into some serious shit again. So uh, we'll see what's going to shake loose with all that. But that will be Bunda on Saturday. We'll talk some UFC uh, but today we're talking baseball. Let's bring them in, our pal Andrew Stoughton from the Batflip.ca. What's happening today, man?
1: Oh, feeling good, feeling good. Two Blue Jays wins in a row. So yeah, took out the Marlins. We're doing it. <laughs> I mean, uh, better than losing. Yes, uh, they score. They scored some runs. They made, they got some hits. Run, some runners in scoring position. There was a home run. To skill, uh, right? I, I've
0: heard to score all the these things here.
1: that they apparently couldn't do. Right? Uh, oh, here I am already starting to scold people, <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you know, watch one baseball season, please. So, it's, well, yeah. let's be real about <laughs> it. Let, and this is why you're here, man. Let me let
0: you, let let's have you. Calm the waters, right? Let's have you settle people down just a little bit because it has been an uncomfortable couple of weeks. They're not on a pace that we would want them to be on, but a lot of the numbers underneath would suggest there's a lot of things here that you would assume are going to turn, right? Whether it be Vladdy, and I guess Vladdy is really the thing that that comes to mind first. When you look at some of the underlying numbers, you go... He's going to be fine. It's just not falling in for him right now. You know, what are you looking at as you watch the team kind of sputter along right now that makes you still so reasonably confident that this is going to be okay?
1: Well, for one, I mean, yeah, they're not playing, they're paying, they're playing at an 87 win pace. Yeah. We're projected for 89 wins. So it's, it's like, you know, woe is me. What, what A four-game uh,
0: win streak next week and your What
1: have we endured? Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, and, and I know it feels worse, obviously, because of the Rays and because of the the Orioles. And, and those teams are playing better than, than their talent suggests they should be able to. And, and that doesn't mean that they haven't banked wins and it won't be difficult and all that stuff. But, you know, the Yankees were on pace this time last year for 119 wins. They finished mm-hmm. with 99. So right. you know, it, 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 it's just not nothing about performance is static. You know, people are like the last two weeks I saw that's what this is, that's what they are, and it's just it just seems like people often forget, and by often I mean always forget about, <laughs> you know, just like what you know what Matt Chapman was doing a month ago. Like it 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 doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't disappear the way people think it does, and I think maybe baseball just lends itself to. Uh, to that, just because it's like you know, yeah, if a hockey team or a soccer team or a football team or whatever, if they're if they're sluggish, you know, if they're getting if they're getting, you know, out competed, you could see that if they're losing, if they look listless, uh, you know, I think there is more to to those things, you know, being real than there is when you're a baseball team that just you know you're the sixth best offense in baseball, but you're 25th when it comes to runners and scoring position. That's just like mostly dumb luck like the that's you know the it's not entirely that and there's it that's not that this is a team without problems mm-hmm. uh but it's just it's a frustrating sport you know get used to it please <laughs> my god <laughs> it, and it, because it's every single year it's every even the best of years now, 2015 people were you know this this is you know we alex Anthopoulos was halfway at the door uh, before those, tra- and, and it turned into, you know, as great a year as, as Jay's fans can remember forever. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I there's there's a mindset I think also the the and I mean I can't I don't you know be a, be be a fan however you like I guess you know it, but it's just I'm just saying what personally drives me nuts mm-hmm. is is this kind of stuff and there's a you know there's a mindset like well wow, what if they don't what if it's like well then they didn't have, then they didn't win the World Series this year I, you know I don't know maybe that's just too blase about it to be you know to to for the 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 uh, the mantra to be a to be a fan uh to be a fanatic about something maybe that's a little uh, missing the point on my end. Maybe that's I'm just uh, you know that's been driven out of me in years of you know trying to you know do media and and be somewhat objective, even though that's never been my thing. <laughs> but like I don't know. Well, and then they just they didn't. They like, most teams don't. It's uh, it's you know they're either going to do the thing or they're not going to do the thing. And it uh, I I don't understand getting so worked up about you know this image you have in your head of. Well, this is what they are now. Like obviously, we got to fire the hitting coach because they can't hit. And it's like, well, they were hitting in in April, and they're, they're good hitters with the track record, and, and you know, there's no reason to believe that they won't. And, and you know, I don't know. It, 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 they're they're doing okay. They're real close to a playoff spot. It's not the playoff spot that you want. I mean, it's probably the one where you don't get to face the Rays. Maybe that's good, but. <laughs> uh that's not you know that's not the lens through which you wanted to to view this season, but I don't know, get in and see what happens. You're a good team. It's the the they're, to to count to look beyond that and be like, yeah, but that you know, but being close to a playoff spot is is not satisfactorily allowing me to vent about this team. Uh, just a bit odd to me. Just a bit odd to me. Uh, and yet, I will also say though, big stretch coming up because these are winnable games. These are like, I mean, if they played like the the last couple of weeks. Against the A's, against you know, the, I think the Red Sox are in there. But then you get the, the White Sox and the Tigers. I mean, those are wins. You gotta you gotta pick gotta up have it, yeah. Uh, so it's not like this. I'm not saying this is, stuff is unimportant. And, you yeah, know, you don't and, leave
0: me many places to go. What'd ask you next when you're just like, well, they'll win or they won't. It's <laughs> like, well, okay. Well, I know. That doesn't give me many reasons to read your blog or listen to my podcast. So <laughs>
1: well, this, is, this, is, well, this is why I haven't written anything <laughs> in, in, you know, since last week. because This and the fact that I just, you know, I don't want to do this rant yeah. in written form once again, like, right. you know, like clockwork every year.
0: I wonder what you think then you know, they're, they're two games off the pace, you know, that the some groups have said they should say, you know, 89 win team, a 91 win team. Like, there's different websites you can visit that had them projected differently. Why does it feel right now like they're so far off of that? Like, it there there does seem to be a malaise over the fan base and not just the crazy Twitter part of the fan base, but it, it does feel often enough like... Man, this is is frustrating to watch sometimes. Is it is it really just dumb luck? Is it just the, a patch they're going through and by mid-July we'll be le- talking about something different? Like, it does feel like this is, I don't know. There's something to be said for adjusted uh, expectations, right? I, I don't think it makes sense, even though it might have in the last week of March to say this is a team that could win the division. I don't think that's still a reasonable expectation. Could it happen? Sure, it could happen. But, you know, now you are looking for battling for one of those wildcard spots, but it just feels different than that. It feels worse than it was supposed to feel.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I guess if I'm saying it's more about, you know, the the journey than the destination, whatever, whatever, you know, you want to take from what I was saying before, then, yeah, it would be nice to see some more entertaining ball games and to see some ball games where you're not, like, Okay, are they going to be able to cash a guy from from third base with no outs? Like, like that stuff has been has been very frustrating and understandably frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get frustrated in those moments and not lose sight of the big picture, though. Apparently, sometimes not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I'm sure that the the Rays and this and this being the second year in a row, you know, the Yankees raced out like I said uh, last yeah. year. The Rays raced out this year, and, and the Orioles. You know the team that that started the rebuild after the Jays. And the Orioles are a mindfuck. We're supposed
0: yeah. to crush them, right? Like <laughs> this stinks.
1: knew they were going to be better, but <laughs> yeah. like, that, that pitching—you know, the starting pitching I knew some hate of the—you kid, kids, know—and especially just you know to see the, the kids hitting and doing you know doing well. And sometimes the the weight of expectations not being on them allows people to play looser. You know, that's that's a, a thing you hear in all sorts of sports. Uh-huh. Uh, I you know wouldn't surprise me if they. Uh, you know, if we're just seeing them a little bit early, which is the thing, you know, I remember with the Astros that happened in, uh, in, in whatever 2015 or whatever, and then they kind of dro- drooped back for, for a year, uh, before really going on to become a force that they, they have been since then. And, uh, you know, the, the Orioles look like, you know, they've, they've, they rebuilt it and, uh, rebuilt in a really, uh, in a pretty well, good way, got some good breaks along the way, got some, you know, made some good choices in terms of the talent that they picked up. And, um, yeah, they're going to be a scary team, and and it, it sucks to say that in the you know future tense when yeah. they're five games up on the Jays, and even right. the Jays are expected to, you know, be wide open in their window, and uh, and I think that's part of it too, is that the window is supposed to be wide open. They're supposed to be one of these you know the team that kind of romps to the to the playoffs, and the 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 uh, regular season was supposed to be a, a you know a fun formality. We shouldn't really have to think about the playoffs too much. Uh, I think that's where, you know, a lot of fans went into the season thinking about and, and, or or not thinking about um, and to sort of be like, OK, well, this is a battle. And, and OK, now we're going to have to see some games down the stretch. And Do they have the horses like, well, is this team going to be able to score enough runs? Is the bullpen going to be able to hold up, you know, Kikuchi, Barrios, And when Noah's obviously not around, like, well, like, is is this team good enough? And, uh, you know, they, they either are or they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and, and, you know, it would be nice to find out uh, the answers to those questions, you know, in mid-October as opposed to uh, in late July, early August.
0: Sure. Um, as you look around it then right now and, and some of the things that are happening, uh, let's start with the lineup, I guess, because I think the the rotation, based on what's being asked of them right now, has been largely fine. And everybody oh. is pitching out of leverage basically all the time because this team is not scoring the way that we thought that it might. And even coming into the season, I think most of us looked around and said, maybe the power will be down a little bit, but maybe they'll score runs in different ways. And that was something that management was leaning into selling in a big way, that not only would the outfield defense be better, they were going to be more aggressive on the base paths. They had different types of hitters that maybe could score runs in different ways. And I don't think that was a crazy thing to suggest. But at this point... It does seem to be the fact that for right now, they're not scoring like you would want them to score. When you look at this lineup, you know, the runners in scoring position thing, as we've talked about, is incredibly frustrating, but largely is a sequential thing, right? You'll As long as you're hitting at some point, that will even out with guys in scoring position. But is there, are there things in that lineup? that are alarming to you or that look different or worse than you expected? Maybe they would when we set out on the, the, to start the season.
1: Uh, I mean, well, the only one you can really point to, I think is Vlad. Obviously we've talked about that a little bit and that's, you know, um, I don't have a lot of uh, criticism for a lot of those guys. I mean, I have at points, you know, Varsho hasn't looked at, at times as the guy that you want, and I don't think he's quite there yet, obviously. Um, but, you know, Bichette's been great. Brandon Bouts turned his season around, looks really good. And Matt Chapman, you know, it's only been a couple of days because he looked lost for a bit. But, but you know, he has, uh, I think his, his April's floated his numbers overall. Yeah, Kiermaier, you can't ask for anything more from him. You know, you go down the list. And, and uh, you know, I think I saw Dow Steve I think, was tweeting the – the lineups Wade runs created plus since May 1st. And hmm. it's like, everybody except Vlad is like doing really well. And Vlad is also, you know, league average, which, you know, for him is grotesque and terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awful. But it's not, it's not a DFA case. It's not, no. you know, but he's, he's, he's holding his own. He shouldn't be, he should, you know, that that's not to excuse whatever the hell is going on there. Uh, I thought that, you know, I thought it was really interesting. Like Chris Black from sports net did, uh, Good tweet thread about, about Vlad and suggested he's topping the ball, maybe chasing home runs too much. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily it, but there's definitely something that, that really stands out in the, uh, in the fact that the barreled balls that he's hitting are not going as far as they were in 21, 2021, like I think 40 feet to the pull side, it's shorter on average yeah. and 30 feet to the other side, which uh, last year they were a little lower than 2021, but that was the D ball. And so we don't know what the ball is, but I don't I think that that's an outlier for him. I think that he's like, he, that you know, maybe it's the, the whole run thing. Maybe he's, you know, I think Chris Thread talked about, you know, a lot of topspin balls that are yes, barreled technically based on velocity and, launch angle and all that but they're top spinners that are that are sort of dying and and going for singles rather than you know uh really getting launched uh could be that i mean topping the ball has definitely been an issue for him hitting the ball into the ground has obviously been an issue for him even though you know everybody feels that that's the way things are uh forever but he you know or from you know last couple of years and, and especially this year but you know the launch angle is closer to 2021 the ground ball rate is closer to 2021 or 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 at least in between 2021 and 2022 right now like it's uh you know if you go by those metrics it uh it, it, it's puzzling and then maybe yeah, you that, look at i think Art Swelling an and
0: ben nicholson smith mentioned on the podcast last week there at the letters that last uh 2021 25% of the balls that he hit to the outfield would go out and now it's down to about 12%. You know like that's a significant number. There's something different. Like what does it mean? He's still making contact, getting it up in the air to the outfield and is he hitting it just wrong? Is it a slightly different ball than 21? Like
1: not- or or is it physical too? I yeah, mean, right, yeah. like, remember in early spring he uh he, he- Tweaked his knee, needed an MRI. Yeah, that's true. Missed the WBC. And then he retweaked it again, same knee, um, really when his season went sideways, right? Like he was hitting really that's well. That's right, yeah. Mid May and uh, uh, fielding a popped up bunt against the Yankees on on May 16th. Fucking Yankees. Um, yeah, yeah, was that that one? That was uh, <laughs> a lot of things about that game, didn't enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out that, you know, he missed a couple games there. And so I don't know if that's affecting his strength. Uh, it's certainly, you know, it would be weird though to think that the that you know the ball's coming off the bat that but that fast but not uh but not traveling as far. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh but there's something going on there, obviously. Um and this sort of leads to a lot of like nonsense that I think people do get into, you know, and and, and yeah, be frustrated by Vlad be frustrated that he's hitting his eye in the lineup as he has been continuously, but but you know, Ooh. I think there's a, there's a little you uh, be moved down? I don't care, honestly. Okay. I mean, he already I, has been, right? And yeah. I don't... But, like, uh, Chapman's hardly I, I don't been what,
0: lighting it up. I, yeah, I I'm don't know f- who you put ahead of him. Right, me. Kirk I'm, isn't exactly... I don't know where,
1: you know... No, and he's a guy, Kirk, I think, as well, you know, the catcher position in, the, in particular. But I think him, especially, who has... Uh, uh, you know, we saw that he kind of wore down last year, and yep. I think there was a lot of hope that that was, that was what it was and that, like, a full, fresh, healthy season would... Uh, um, would benefit him and he would kind of go back to, to hitting the ball the way he was at the start of last year. And that, that hasn't materialized either. And that's something that, you know, people forget that he really kind of carried this team for uh good stretches last year. We've, we haven't seen that. Uh, you know, we're seeing maybe a little bit just this, at the tail end of this week or the tail middle of this week um, from Matt Chapman, like Boba Shett, uh, obviously, uh, I got no beef with Bo. He's he's no right. he's, he's doing okay and and, and you know Springers come as, around
0: over his last thirty games. Sure, yeah.
1: but not, but sure. But no no one is no one's having those you know, carrying the team for a week thing. Got the guy the Lord is Coriel thing, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> a bad example given uh where he is. Though I think man, you know This is another thing about the the frustration that everybody has. You know, the Yankees are frustrated. The Mariners are frustrated. Like, uh, Oscar has not been a panacea there. He has, uh, uh, regressed, struggled a bit. And so it's, which is, which is weird because, you know, that means that what we hear from Jay's fans ends up being, you know, oh, Lourdes would love to see him. And it's like, that was the guy who seemed more like it was time. Like, Teoscar was the one who surprised me. Lourdes, I was like, you know, something's got to give here yeah. and and, and uh, it maybe shouldn't be the silver slugger it should maybe be the streaky guy who <laughs> you know can't stay healthy so yeah. uh good on him doing well fun guy obviously making them sandcastles but <laughs> uh maybe a bit of revisionist history in some quarters when when people pine for what was there but i you know but i think a lot of people were surprised and didn't like to see him go either they yeah maybe maybe not as sour on him as i was
0: that's fair perhaps uh when you look around at everything that's gone on, obviously Anthony Bass no longer with the uh, in, in the bullpen. Um, that's
1: another thing that I think has you know dampened the mood and contributed to the yeah. maybe these people don't know what the hell they're doing vibe that's going on around this team. I yeah, think absolutely- I,
0: I think that's fair, right? Even in just basic. PR 101, you've done everything wrong here. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. and Why so, should I believe in your roster construction? Why should uh, I believe that, that's, that this is going to change, that yeah. the right coach is the right guy if you can't get that right? Well,
0: look, I, I think you've probably seen it floating around on Twitter. Obviously, anytime a team isn't performing to where people want it to, you start calling for the manager's head, and some people are calling for the general manager's head. And at this point... I don't think there's any chance they're firing John Schneider, right? Like after doing the exact same thing last year to Charlie. Um, And I don't think they're firing Ross Atkins at this point either, mid-season. Like that, maybe if this season goes to hell, maybe you talk about that in the off-season, but it doesn't really change anything for you in the regular season. And it probably hurts you as you are moving towards the trade deadline and knowing what you have and trade talks you've already had, you drop someone new in there and all of a sudden you start from scratch. So I don't think there's any chance that that is coming. But are you surprised to be seeing that sort of talk? Because I think we went through a weird phase with Shapiro and Atkins where when they came in, everyone was down on them. You know, Anthopolis had had the run that he'd had. He was our guy. We liked him. We didn't want these Americans from Cleveland coming up here. And then they, I think a lot of Jays fans, myself included, started to warm up to them. They they did rebuild things to a certain extent. They they did start to go out and spend money and bring in big name players. And you start to go, okay, I see what you're doing here. But again, we sit here now and the team isn't where people want it to be. And we're calling for heads. Um is there any part of that it, that is surprising to you? Do you think there's any validity to it? Because I, I, I have also seen, sorry, as I, as I ramble around here, man, and just nonstop, well, good. Uh, Scott MacArthur has <laughs> talked about a little bit um, a legitimate point that this organization doesn't have any depth To come up and and fill a rotation spot right now. You're having to go to the bullpen day and have Trevor Richards start for you. There isn't a lot of internal depth to come in and, and do the bullpen thing for you. Like These guys aren't new anymore. At some point, this does fall on them. There isn't a whole lot of depth in the organization to step in when you need them. Where are we right now, in your opinion, with the management structure?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people look at James Click being here and be like, "Oh, Ross sort of signed is yeah. that certificate there <laughs> a little bit," which I think is is silly. I think that's sort of the same instinct that that had Eric Wedge as the manager right. years ago, yeah, yeah. and then that, that endured for a really long time And that was just you know not not what that was. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the depth thing. I mean, the depth thing is 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 glaring, especially when you look at a team like the Rays. But also, I mean, teams. It just, I, I I would give them more of a break than I think a lot of fans probably would, because you know uh, the the bullpen days you see it a lot in other teams. You see other teams doing this as well. Not a lot of, you know, if a guy is a a big league quality starter, what's he doing in AAA? Like you don't have a ton of those guys unless it's you know a real prospect coming up, and they don't have a lot of that. But a lot of those guys aren't. You know are the timelines are being very, very carefully managed in that sense
0: well without well. Manoa, the entire rotation was trades or free agents there's nothing that we've developed right oh absolutely
1: <laughs> no the, no and, and that and that is shocking a bit and and definitely something that uh, ought to change has to change and I think that that you know i i, I would suspect that atkins i would tell you that it takes time and that they've got the pitching lab and that it's really you know, a longer process than that. And also, you know, they had a gain or a win and getting something out of Nate Pearson, who was sort of supposed to be that guy. They've had yeah. Noah, so, I mean, he yeah. is a, he is a guy. Uh Tiedemann obviously got a bit hurt, but he was somebody who's definitely on the radar. And, and then they just had a couple, you know, some stories of guys, you know, the Urias for Zuluets are guys who might have been able to make an impact by this point that haven't really had their seasons get off the ground yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't bother me as as much. and the, the, You know, and I do think that there are some relief arms the, you know, with potential that are coming in the low minors. So there's, there's some stuff there. Um, but it, so we're know, just looking yeah. for
0: villains at this point. It's just blame anybody. Uh,
1: well, I mean, it, those they're not illegitimate concerns. Like uh, like you would love to have a better guy than Ernie Clement to be able to come up yes. and, so and so take some play would. appearances. But also, I mean, <laughs> but, but also like where, you know, those guys just are not not sitting in in triple a i think al- almost anywhere right i mean the the big league caliber players are in the big leagues is it possible like, I just don't think that looks like that and i think also if i may yeah uh just the way that the roster rules have changed you know they opened up you know it's, it's now 26 man rosters, not 25 you kind of have to remember that you have to remember that now that there's there's extra position players uh you know in the big leagues as well so that kind of i kind of takes away some of what would be minor league depth and maybe puts it in the, yeah, in the big leagues. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, is it possible?
0: I know you saw this already. I had one of my listeners ask, is it just that the vibes are off? Like, would Vladdy hit more home runs if he knew that there was a nice warm home run jacket waiting for him back when <laughs> he got to the bullpen? And, and I know... You know, I, I'm I'm not ripping on our listener. Aaron's one of uh, a guy who's listened a long time, and I think there's a little bit of tongue in cheek to what he was asking. That do For do sure. we need to bring back the the home run jacket? But you know, we mentioned T. Oscar and we mentioned Lourdes Gurriel being traded away, and and a sort of change in the vibes, right? A sort of change in the way that this team does business. Some of the relationships. There was some pretty big personalities that that have left the organization. Do you think there's anything? to that that they're enjoying this less they're getting along worse anything like that or is that just one of those things that as fans we start to look towards to go I'm just desperate for any sort of explanation right now to figure this out um do you notice as you're watching the games any sort of different vibe around the team
1: uh, i mean not really but yeah these are things that we can't know anyway right sure. unless you're really up up close unless you're arden in the you know next to the dugout all the time uh really or you know reporters in the clubhouse getting that getting that sense uh and even then you know there's there are there are levels of of access that you sure, really yeah. that you really get um and so yeah i mean you know brandon Belt's a funny guy we uh we've we've seen that you know there there are uh, it's not. It's not just like the no fun squad at this point. <laughs> um You know, I, I I couldn't discount that as being you know part of what might not be working. But also, you know, Vlad Vlad didn't have a good year by most people's opinion last year. Yeah, and the vibes were those vibes, right? So, uh you know, I feel we've seen we see him less clowning around, and uh, and it's it's a little bit more serious. And uh, I think people, you know, in a in a rut like this that they hopefully are just coming out of you know uh they kind of missed that like the lord of sin castle thing when that kind of went went around twitter it felt sure. like you know, a lot of people were like i i really missed this it's like i would you know i would like to be losing and, and but also watching somebody have fun <laughs> as opposed to like this uh not not lack of fun team but but You know, there there are there aren't as many hijinks. That is for sure, right? Uh, But what 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 impact that has on performance, I have no idea. I think the Blue Jays think they have ideas, and this maybe gets back to the bass kind of stuff because you know they're. You know they've got their little alchemy. They think about about who needs to be the leader and what to, what that kind of means. And uh, you know I don't I don't know how in depth it is. I don't know how in depth. I mean Shapiro's whiteboard does have a lot of writing on it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know I've spoken to Atkins about you know the the books that he's read and and thinking about leadership and culture. That's just something that they've really. Uh, you know, put an emphasis on at least outwardly. If, if, but I suspect you know that's genuine. And that internally, they also think about how to, you know, how how to bring together people who will help push them to be you know as good teammates as they can be, and, and therefore more successful. And uh, I don't know how's how's that going for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like I say, it falls back to the bad stuff. Where it's like, well, maybe they just I don't know. Do you the same people telling you how to do PR because it doesn't look like like you know what you're doing there. No. So, uh, and, and, you know, not to overstate it, but I do think that that does have, like I said before, that, it, it, uh, that, that is a part of this season and it's part of, you know.
0: Well, there's some trickle down there either way, right? Yeah, Whether, absolutely. no matter which side of it you're on, the good one or the not good one, you either now feel like your, your bosses are unable to correctly navigate a situation which is hurting the team. Or you feel like your bosses no longer have your back and will punt you out the door if you uh, demean an entire group of people. Uh, yeah. One of those is a more yeah. legitimate feeling than the other, but it does trickle yeah. down, right? It's it's got to have worn on them a little bit over the last couple of weeks. You'd
1: think. Yeah, and I mean all that stuff is it's things. That, I mean the, those are things that teams are you know not to to move away from the bad stuff. But hope of because. because you know yes we all we all have thoughts on that and, and <laughs> hopefully are the correct ones yeah but uh um but you know like uh i saw yankees fans you know ripping cashman and ripping aaron boone this week because i mean they're not having a good time either and you know there are a lot, there's a lot of teams with high expectations i mean it's a frustrating sport it's a funny game you know look around the, the padres the mets the phillies yeah, astros astros a lot of Teams are not having the the you know or having seasons similar to the Jays where in, in ways and this is a tangent, but in ways that I think people wouldn't be as quick to count those teams out as they are their own sometimes, yeah, when, yeah. you know you're not watching the day to day. Failures and failures to cash in runs and little things getting done wrong, or you know, don't trust the bullpen in the same way. You know, you just view from afar. You view a team a little differently than one that's up close. And then, you know, I that would be that would be my advice: is to you know, if you're not writing off the Astros, or if you you know, if you're if you're afraid of the Astros, then uh, then you expect that other teams should rightly be afraid of the Blue Jays. But you know, I think that there like there is a balance right with the way the Cashman and Boone had to, you know, you can't you don't want to throw your players under the bus. And people were like, "Why, you know, why is Boone saying that guys should get picked off?" Because he was talking about Donaldson, and somebody yeah. else, uh, uh, base running gaffes. Uh and you know, we saw that. We saw that in particular, like through the Charlie Montoyo era, where you know it's like not going to say anything bad about his guys unless it's Kikuchi for some reason, <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and you know, that's just that that is sort of there. That's a necessity of you know that that front-facing job as a as a manager and, and front office executive is something that they do have to consider. Like it's real, it's real stuff. Is to you know they wouldn't they would just speak their minds if they didn't think okay, how is this going to play in the room? So that does sort of matter to them. So it, I think we can infer it means something.
0: Yeah. So a couple of quick things here as we wind down uh, on Sunday when I was recording with my co-host Rob, he asked me. And you may have seen it. I threw a, a poll up on Twitter. And he's asked, who will we see back pitching for the Blue Jays first? Alec Manoa or Hyunjin Ryu? And we're seeing positive reports on Ryu that he's he's getting there. It's been about a year. Often the, the timeline is a bit more than that. But he's aiming for just after the All-Star break. We'll see whether or not that's happened. He's clearly at this point not ramped up to be that. Um, Manoa has gone down. He's now, they're building him back up. I think the last thing we saw was he had had like a 75 pitch simulated game. If everything went correctly, his next stop might be a minor league start. You got to assume they're going to want at least a couple of those. And he asked me, you know, who's going to come back first? And I, I just sort of thought, and it is before, uh, Arden Swelling started reporting this week That uh, he might, uh, that Manoa might Start making his way back up But I said at the time, I kind of think it might Be Ryu, because often enough These guys, when you send them down as far As the Jays sent down Manoa, you don't rush Them back, you take your time, you build them Back up, you make sure you're only going to have to Do this once, and early on In that process, we had seen more than One reporter say, you know it, m- He might not be back This season, right, You you take Your time with it Um, now in hindsight, it looks like the Manoa thing is on a faster track than, than I had, had suggested at the time. But do you think that's even a question? Do you think there's even a contest there that this is going to be a close race? Or do you think Manoa is back pretty quick at this point?
1: I mean, I would probably say Manoa is back before you, I, but I, I don't. I wouldn't say that it's not going to be a, a close race. Like I think that that you know, even if things are going well, you know, that's uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm certainly not impugning Art nor his sources, but sure. uh, but you know, you're going to hear that that's uh, you know, unless unless we start seeing the 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 pitch effects or the stack cast yeah. pitch effects. I mean, how many years has it been since? <laughs> But to, until we start seeing the data and start seeing, you know, okay, what is the, the shape of the slider? How is it working? How, you know, how fast is he throwing? Like, what is, uh, you know, does does it does the break on the slider look the way that we thought that it should? And that was kind of what was lacking, you know. what I mean, and that there there were probably a lot of other factors. Obviously, I think mentally we've done, you know, yeah, talked about that. But you know, the if, if if I if I saw the data that said you know he's going out and throwing, you know. Eighty-five, ninety-five pitches and the slider looks good and the velocity's holding and all that. Um, yeah. I would feel good about that. But until we really get to that point, I don't, I, you know, we're just kind of taking their word for it. Yeah. So um, I mean, obviously there is a, there is a big incentive to have it back um, and have it back as quickly as possible. But, uh, but yeah, I'm kind of with you in that, in that you can't do it twice, right? Like, no, you, you, it's uh, it's something that I think they will take very seriously, and then who knows? You know, they're they're. I mean, this goes for you too, obviously. But you know, there 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 could be setbacks. I mean, yeah, uh, I doubt that they're going to judge him solely on, you know, strikeouts and ERA and whatever rehab starts he has, and probably look more at you know the pitches and execution and all that. But. Uh, but yeah, there's a there there's I, I think absolutely a chance that he you know hits uh, hits a uh, what do you call it a, a, a speed bump in sure. uh, in AAA and AA somewhere, um, and that's uh, you know so that, that I I don't think that it's like a uh, necessarily uh, a thing that's going to happen really quickly. I mean, I have I'm, just, I'm entirely just guessing on that, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think that there is not a super quick path for it. It'd be great if there was, but I don't know.
0: What's your level of optimism that Ryu has anything f- to contribute this season?
1: <laughs> it's tough. I've kind of wavered, and I guess I'm you know I'm kind of fifty fifty on if there's anything there. Yeah. Uh, part of me is like you know the, an arm could have probably used uh, a different tendon and a, take, uh, yeah. and a, and a year <laughs> off, right? You know. Uh, I I don't you know uh, he but he's older and you know all that stuff, but.
0: Yeah, sometimes they say that gives you an extra mile an hour or two coming off the, you know, and that's all he needs if he can find that control, right? The optimist
1: in he's me. He's a contract for this year too, yeah, so yeah. Uh, so ride, ride him hard and put him away wet. I guess. Sure. But, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it could work. It could yeah. work, but it also would not be the least bit surprising if it was like, oh, it doesn't have it anymore.
0: Right. Uh, so last thing for you then, Stoughton, what is your Sort of, as we sit here now, just slightly off the pace, but a lot of things having gone wrong, although they have been fairly healthy. Um, but, you know, in terms of just luck, right, some of those underlying numbers would suggest things should be better than they are right now. What is your level of optimism that come the end of September uh, They'll be sitting there, you know. I think we've both probably ruled out the division, but that they will be holding down a playoff spot. How worried are you? How optimistic are you? Where do you stand on this team after 70 some odd games?
1: Uh, no, I'm really optimistic. I mean, if you had told most people, and you know, this is a, 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 a sneaky way to frame it, but uh, you know, if you told people that Alcmanoa would be in single A and Vlad <laughs> would have a sub 120 weighted runs created plus and they'd be on pace for like 87 wins. I think a lot of people would take that. They they might not have enjoyed how, you know, watching it get there. And I think that's kind of, that's kind of where we are. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, if you just told you know, me not to watch the first three months. Just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people could have used that for their yeah. own sanity's sake. Um, but yeah, like I think the, the, you know, like I said, the Astros, not, certainly not, certainly not ruling them out of making a very strong run and making sure. things very difficult. There's still a lot of very good teams floating around. Um, but no, I mean they're 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 so close to that playoff spot. The the Orioles are not who we think they are, though. They're losing the chance to do something about it. You know, they they're banking those wins. They're probably going to get some help at the trade deadline, and yeah. that kind of makes them a different team. And it makes it it makes a different question. They're not just going to go in with what they've got for the rest of the season. There will be two months where they they have presumably improved. Uh I still don't believe in those starters that well, that much, but you know, no. um what can you do? Uh but yeah, no, I'm still very optimistic that they will uh that they'll be in a, in a playoff spot and, and we'll have a really interesting you know chance to to make a run in, in October. I mean I don't think that this is a bad team. And no. uh, you know a lot of people seem to have convinced themselves otherwise. Uh, and Just if, get uh, in. Right? Just and if you'd in. never watched the game, the the sport before, you know, I I couldn't blame you. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh why don't we get ready to wind things down here? Anything you want to promote? What's coming up on? Uh, I I know you and uh, and Nick have uh, have the podcast. What's coming up on that? What's coming up on the Batflip.ca? Anything you want to pimp here?
1: Not particularly. No, all I've right. been trying for a while here. I've been trying all week to write something that wasn't. uh too dour about uh <laughs> about things or to or to you know school marmish golden everybody uh but it's tough it's tough the conversation out there has been not fun yeah uh, but i think, I, I, think I, I think i got something almost done for that so so hoping uh hoping that to go off gonna revisit some uh uh some stuff i did back in uh at the start of the season i think i uh, uh i'm looking forward to that once i can sort of clear this I, I can't i can't do that without speaking to whatever you know malays everybody is sort of <laughs> in at the moment but uh i did some like uh some very premature uh conclusions i made back in uh back in april right uh so i'm going to try to check in on Circle those some back, of which yeah. were uh were uh, were not bad some of which were uh incorrect <laughs> uh, as one would expect yeah, uh, and then, yeah, Nick, Nick and I podcast, uh, we record every Thursdays and so it'll be a Thursday night and or Friday morning. So that's
0: the uh, Blue Jays Happy Hour podcast yeah. and uh, and of course the batflip.ca. We'll put links to all of that in the show notes at tallcanaudio.com. Stoughton, I appreciate it, man. Settle me down just a little bit here as things have been, <laughs> you know, I... I- I like what you're selling. I'm not sure I'm buying all of it, but I do like what you're selling. That's uh, fair. That's all I can ask. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this, man. I appreciate it.
1: Anytime, man. Thanks.
0: All right, there it goes, Andrew Stoughton from the BatFlip.ca and the Blue Jays Happy Hour podcast. Uh, we'll wind things down here. Don't forget Steve Bunda on the podcast again on Saturday. We'll be talking some MMA, and then we'll see what's going to shake loose early next week. Uh, going to be kind of a crazy weekend around here for me, so I'm not sure whether we'll get that Monday morning show done for you or not. Stay tuned to the social media feeds at Talk Audio. We'll keep you posted there on uh, on how this is all going to play out. But uh, until next time, my name is Matt Robinson. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you later. That's it. not cannot work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy. I don't care.